You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas Third. We're them damn Indians. So Trump, of course, is pardon happy. Like he said, he's like Oprah with his pardons. And um, so instead of, of course, considering someone like Leonard Peltier or <laughs> anybody else like that or anybody worthy, um, he wants to pardon all his buddies. But he pardoned Susan B. Anthony. The dead one. Okay, not only is she dead, <laughs> been dead for like 100 years. And if you don't know the she's significance. She's actually on a coin. <laughs> yeah, she's on the silver dollar. And if you don't know about Susan B. Anthony and why she's significant, is she fought for women's suffrage, women's rights, the right to vote. Mm. Not for women to suffer, even though we do. That's the right to vote, the right for us to participate. And she fought for that for many years. And um, so the headline from the Huffington Post says, Susan B. Anthony Museum rejects Trump pardon, tells how he can really honor her. And this is the, um, the actual quote from the Susan B. Anthony Museum. And it says, well, they put out they put out quite a bit <laughs> on news of a presidential pardon for Susan B. Anthony on August 18, 2020. Objection, Mr. President. Susan B. Anthony must decline your offer of a pardon today. Anthony wrote in her diary in 1873 that her trial for voting was, quote, the greatest outrage history ever witnessed, end quote. She was not allowed to speak as a witness in her own defense because she was a woman. Judge Hunt dismissed the jury and pronounced her guilty. She was outraged to be denied a trial by jury, and she proclaimed, I shall never pay a dollar of your unjust penalty. To pay would have been to validate the proceedings. To pardon Susan B. Anthony does the same. If one wants to honor Susan B. Anthony today, a clear stance against any form of voter suppression would be welcome. Enforcement and expansion of the Voting Rights Act of 1965 would be celebrated. We must assure that states respect the 14th, 15th, and 19th Amendment to the United States Constitution. Support for the Equal Rights Amendment would also be well received. Advocacy for human rights for all would be splendid. Anthony was a strong proponent of sex education, fair labor practices, excellent public education, equal pay for equal work, and elimination of forms of discrimination. As the National Historic Landmark and Museum that has been interpreting her life and work for 75 years from her home and headquarters, we would be delighted to share more. Hashtag Susan B. 200. Hashtag Women's Vote 100. Yeah. I mean, that's that's simply put. Uh, I mean, that's that's as well as you can put it. I mean, this this little pandering, little bullshit. Oh, I'm gonna pardon somebody who's you know already been gone for all this time. No, no well, no. And, and pandering to the white suburban housewives. Yeah, Panda, pandering to them because that's who put him in office because they didn't like Hillary Clinton. White suburban housewives. We can thank them. The ones that this. were ready to let them grab them by their... Uh, their you-know-what? Mm, their... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like, so... I mean, those women are usually the ones that'll let anybody grab them by the... You know, so... 
I think that if you haven't seen that, um, it's not difficult to grab, is what I'm saying. See, I that's I guess good to know. So don't be so grabbable out there. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here. So we just got on to you like your uncle and your auntie. But, you know, th- that's, I think that's very appropriate. And, and I think that if we're really going to consider that a victory for women, we need to also remember the women that were left out of that. Mm-hmm. Black women. Native women weren't, we, natives weren't even citizens at that point. So forget Native women yeah. being able to vote. Yeah. And guess what? States had to allow Native women to vote. You know what I mean? That was a that was a thing that was left up to kind of the states, and so it it was just it was crazy. It still is, and the amount of voter suppression that we're seeing, and all of the crazy mixed messages that we're getting, and I I I, I think that. Just like you said, this this statement from the Susan B. Anthony Museum is as direct as you can get. That's as direct yeah. and as professional as you can get. Take your pardon and shove that. it up your ass. You Basically, know? <laughs> without gonna, saying that. If you're not going to support anything that this person was about whenever they were alive, then then go fuck yourself. You know. And <laughs> really, like, I mean, yeah. And so, uh, but that's again. The, this these next seventy three days, seventy two days, are really going to get crazy in this political political environment that the United States finds themselves in, and the rest of the world is looking at us like they're masked up, looking at us through fogged up lenses, going, "What in the hell are y'all doing over there?" Why? Why are y'all being like this? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's wrong no, with y'all? Actually, they're all looking at us like, look at these spoiled fucking Americans, these entitled Americans. These ugly Americans. They, yeah. That they think about us that's like what they've that. They always there. looked at us like. And that's what exactly what we're showing right now. Like our our personal comfort is more important than the the health of anybody else. Or the, even other the, people in our well, families. Yeah, the well-being of anybody outside of me is not as important as my comfort. That's exactly what Americans are saying, and that's the way they feel. I mean, this, that's that's what people love about America is they hate about America. It's the, the individualistic, the, the American dream. You can do anything and, you know, build all this wealth and whatever. It's that, that idea that... You can be the person that, I don't know, takes over the world. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out who the brain is because I'm sure that Donald Trump is pinky. <laughs> I don't think it's Mike Pence if we're going to get back to that because I, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And 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 how much how much influence does Mike Pence have over these kinds of decisions? And and who decided Susan B. Anthony to pardon? Like we we know all these weirdos on Trump's cabinet like Stephen Miller, racist Stephen Miller with <laughs> yeah. his brown wife. Yeah. Like 
okay. That's kind of that would be right up that right up that same alley though. I mean, that's the that's the thing that racists kind of do is they um, find a brown wife, have brown kids, and then they have an excuse. I can't be racist. I blah blah blah. You know, like no, that's not the way it works. Like, but they they think that 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 somehow gives them an excuse to be racist. That I can't be racist because my wife is is this or whatever. Or misogynist. And a lot of times that makes it worse. Yeah. It, well, just like when AOC got into that, when that guy called her a fucking bitch, she was like, uh, you can be a father and be a husband and still be a bad fa- be a bad guy and a misogynist and disrespect women. Mm-hmm. That That's still possible. That doesn't, just because you're a father and a husband, that don't mean shit. You're a son too. Kiss your mother with that mouth, boy. <laughs> yeah i don't know i i wish she would have said it like that but she didn't she's got too much class she's from the bronx i'm from darko <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're probably more the same than not though yeah i'm sure <laughs> we are probably more the same than not let's just say aoc wouldn't stand out in a darko party not at all not at all she she'd rally she'd rally a darko party she like we have. I bet she'd probably ready. have a good time at a Darko party. Actually, now that I think about it, probably. Heck yeah! Like I said, she she'd inspire some people. Of course, of course, there'd be some got some un- some uncle out there trying to make her an auntie. Mm. <laughs> All it takes is one one conversation. Dang it! <laughs> like brother Ronnie, get away from her. <laughs> That's all it takes. One conversation. That's it. Game Don't look over. none of these men directly in the eyes. Game over. <laughs> Don't look none of these Darko boys directly in the eyes. <laughs> You'll never leave. You'll be the mayor of Darko in four years rather than the president. <laughs> hey, at least Dar- Darko get get turned around. <laughs> I'm kind of liking this idea the more you talk about it. <laughs> Those three bridges would be fixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AOC for Darko Mayor, is yeah. that what we're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, she'd fit right in. <laughs> and you know what? She's not from Darko, so everybody would be okay with her. Because apparently that's what Darko wants is people who aren't from Darko running Darko. Yeah, that seems to be seems to be the case. <laughs> Very interesting indeed, but yeah, it's like I said, I I don't, I mean, other than like his cronies, like you knew that Roger Stone was going to get pardoned. How does, how else are these parts like Joe Apiro, remember Sheriff Joe Apiro, like he got pardoned because he's a, a, you know, a right wing extremist who loves Trump. Yeah. And so. All the racists are getting pardons. So is that is that the prerequisite? I think so, yeah. That I mean, or you had to be like some kind of hero to some dead hero to suburban housewives yeah. that can get a posthumous yeah. pardon for show. I mean, I, I was I was thinking that Trump was gonna try to make a push for votes somehow. Um, I figured, you know, we've been figuring it was gonna be rescheduling weed, but that hasn't happened. It's not going to. And then, uh, you know, we we think, you know, 
how about you pardon Leonard Peltier? I bet you you could pull some some Indian votes. Nope, don't do that. So I mean, I I don't know. I mean, there's ways that you could you could pull some minority votes pretty easily, but you know, it's not it's not going to be pardoning dead people. No, that sure isn't it. That sure I mean, is not it. He's going to give Rosa Parks a medal next, or I mean. Uh, maybe Frederick Douglass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe we can rename some of these. Uh, some military bases. Yeah, Confederate <laughs> military bases after uh, after some black folks. Let's see how happy they. Maybe some chiefs. How about Fort Sitting Bull? That almost made me Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> I th- but you know what? Fort Would Geronimo, you- like. See, but here's the thing, too. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be Fort Geronimo if he was actually held there. Like, yeah, that's I true. I don't like that because those forts were actually created to to tame us and to to assimilate us and to get us off the plains. So I say, if it were if we're up to Indians, fuck the military bases. Well, actually, we need the military, but tear them down. Fuck. Uh, as at, at the very least, at the, yeah, I'm just fixing to say, at the very least, just give them back. Yeah, give them give back. back. That's it. We'll rename them. We'll rename them something appropriate that we deem that we deem mm-hmm. special. So there you go. But yeah, but if hey, but if we got to rename it, we don't have to rename it Fort. Yeah, can rename it something else. Rename so it, rename it anything. I think, I think once Indians take back over Oklahoma, we should rename all the towns like just ridiculously hard Indian names yes, so that nobody could say them and, and they could just be pissed off about it. Oh my God, let's use the, the third Kiowa alphabet that they're using now. That seems like the most complicated one. Yeah, we could we could do that, yeah. So And then the Wichita, throw a little, throw a little of the Wichita yeah, alphabet in there. Yeah, that's what I'm there. saying. All you gotta do is rename each town a different tribal, like a tribal word. Verdant's now. Like we could always... Verdant's now kitty we could always, yeah. We could always just change Anadarko back to Nadako. See, I'm for that. Mm-hmm. I say Caddo's, just, the Caddo should be for that. Uh-huh. We can we can rename uh we can rename Lawton Numa. See, we need to get Indians on board with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the I don't know that the Caddo Nation president is taking our calls yet though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yes, yes, we went there, but you know mm. what? We're gonna back off. We don't. We don't want anybody's hair to get all. Hey, crazy. we got a we got an open invitation to any tribal leaders out there that want to talk. That's right. Anybody who wants to come on, your here, people want to hear from you. They sure do. I'm just saying. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're Indigenous. We're independent. We're them damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.